welcome back to part two of this sick show. Listen, everybody. I need you to listen to this. Sports Con 2023 is in full effect July 14th through the 16th. And on the 15th and 16th, the BGC Sports Network will be broadcasting live from SportsCon at Fair Park in Dallas, Texas. We're going to be there from start till the end on Saturday. And then we're going to be there from 12 to 4 on Sunday. So we want you to come out, meet us there at SportsCon. A hundred professional athletes and personalities, over 100 of them are going to be there. So you can come and get your autographs. You can meet them. You can talk with them. You can be in little sessions with them. They got stuff for young people, for kids to come play and just play all over the place and and and, and do little different things. They got T-shirts and all kinds of stuff. They got some great food and vendors and oh man, they got a whole lot of stuff. They got a lot of media because we're gonna be on Media Road stomping with the big dogs at SportsCon. That's July 14th through the 16th. And here's the kicker. Use the code BGC20 and get 20% off of your tickets. Man, you can't beat that. So what are you waiting on? Go to GoSportsCon.com. That's GoSportsCon.com. And get your tickets. Use promo code BGC20 and get 20% off and meet us at SportsCon. Ready, set, SportsCon, baby. All right. Now... I want to talk about this situation that happened with this submersible. These people went down. They wanted to see the wreck of the Titanic. Was five people in the submarine. They were millionaires. This one millionaire, he he was the, the one who built the sub. He was the CEO of Ocean Gate. And he got four other people to go down in this sub with him. And unfortunately, they did not make it down to the wreck. I thought, and and, and, and let me just be brutally honest. I told my wife, I said, they probably imploded or they got stuck in the wreckage because on their descent down, on their way down, communications went out and they couldn't find a vehicle. They couldn't sense it, anything like that. And so it it was catastrophic failure is what they were calling it. Well, the term catastrophic right there told me everything I needed to know, but I couldn't prove it because I'm not there and I'm not a specialist by no means on deep sea diving but it's just when they first reported it it sounded like when they said catastrophic first thing popping popped into my mind was that it imploded then they went on this search for four days and he talked about 
how much oxygen they had and 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 you know after the four days and after the oxygen ran out they were still hanging on to hope but later it came out that the coast guard on thursday when it happened on that day when it happened heard some noises they, they 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 put a sonar thing down in the the uh, the deep sea, you know, in that part of the water, and they heard some noises, some banging. That's what they said. Now they're saying the banging was the actual implosion of the vehicle, and it's sad. And we all were praying. Thank you to everybody for their prayers for this, but. When I was praying, I'm not lying to you. I was praying and in the back of my mind, I heard they're gone already. But I was like everybody else. I was holding out hope that they would find them. Canadian investigators, um, they're, they're looking into this as well as, as also the whole world, the international community is looking in to what happened they said that the agency's mission isn't to assign blame but rather to find out what happened and why to find out what needs to change to reduce the chance or the risk of such occurrences in the future voyage data recorders they had stores audio from the ship's bridge and the content of those voice recordings could be useful in the investigation. And this move is the latest in expanding the international investigation into the implosion, which killed all five people. Military experts found debris in the ocean about 1,600 feet from the bow of the Titanic, consistent with the loss of of the small vessel's pressure chamber. U.S. Coast Guard Rear Admiral John Malger said. They said that they found 1,600 feet away from the bow of the Titanic and they sent down uh, one of those unmanned rovers, as they call them. And they were able to pick up pieces and see and they found the pieces. So, this thing imploded on the way down. Now, this is the thing that they were saying at first, which which it, it kind of threw me off. They were saying that this vessel had made 13 trips down to the Titanic already. Number one. Number two, they were saying that there were some whistleblowers inside of Ocean Gate who ended up winning a lawsuit because, you know, they were relieved of duty because they were trying to tell the owner and the CEO that you can't use this carbon fiber whatever plexiglass stuff he was using was not going to work going down into depths like that and he didn't want to hear it and he ended up going to court and they won their court battle and this all came out through the New York Times and then next thing you know it was all over every news outlet so there's two things right there that should have prompted them to say well hold up we need to look at this because this was never signed off by the the, the appropriate people that this 
uh, vessel could go down. So my understanding is that the vessel had went into the waters maybe 300 feet, 300 to 600 feet. But this implosion took place at about 1,700 feet. So it was well over the 600 feet that they had went the 13 times. And now five people are gone. And I'm I pull for their families. I, I I'm praying for their families because this is horrible. One boy was 19 years old. There was a young man down there, 19 years old. Haven't even really started his life. He's gone. And the thing about the implosion is, I I looked up different scenarios on YouTube about uh, implosions, and I've seen sub implosions. You know the the uh, what you call it of it, the the diagram of it, and uh, they didn't feel it. That thing imploded within a nanosecond. Not a second and not 0.1 seconds, nanoseconds. So that's like 0.00000001 seconds. Which means they didn't have time to yell. They didn't have time to look. They didn't have time to say, oh my God. They didn't have time to say, Jesus. They were just sitting there. Saying, probably saying, oh yeah, we're going down. We're, we're going down and oh, we're, everything's looking good, y'all. We're going to be there in a... And that was it. And, they, and, and hopefully, they woke up with Jesus. Because that was it. Man. Can you imagine... Going in the middle of doing whatever you're doing and not know that you're gone. Let's say you were at a car wash. You were washing your car and everything. You got your music jamming and, and everything. And next thing you know, you get hit by a comet. Just out of nowhere. Let's, let's just, just say that. I, I know that probably will will never happen or it may happen one day because you can't say it won't happen because we've seen the impossible so far. But you wouldn't even, you would be jamming, have your headphones on, whatever, wiping your car down and then you just not there. You cease to exist. They, they said that the pressure was so immense. It was like, 600 times more than the pressure that we have on top of water I don't know if you know or not but water is heavy back when I was a young boy and I lived in Mallory West Virginia and we had a spring that was up over the mountain on the other sides where there was a railroad track and you come down there and you go over the railroad track and next to the mountain there was a natural spring and somebody had built this stone uh, uh, infrastructure around it so that all you had to do was stick the, um, the water bottles 
not water bottles, but the, the gallons, you know what I'm saying, the jugs, and stick them in the pipe as the water was coming out, and you would get that clean, crisp, cool, beautiful, nice tasting, absolutely cold water coming out of the spring. And my uncle and my aunt would tell me, go get some water. And there would be eight jugs empty. Okay. I get the eight jugs empty and I get them in my hands and everything. And then not thinking you're going to put the water in it. You put the water in it. Try carrying eight gallons of water, four in each hand, in a jug. So the container was able to contain it, but the pressure of that made that water heavy. And that water was heavy to carry back. And I came up with some creative ways too. Believe me, after two or three times going with my hands, I wasn't using my hands anymore. I made a thing where I could actually, you know, carry the stuff. So, but imagine that amount of water, 8,000 times more of a water jug or 8,000 water jugs pushing you down. They said when it implodes under that much pressure, bones turn to dust. The flesh flattens. Bones turn to powder. Someone asked them, Are you going to be going and looking for bodies? And the rear admiral admiral said, and that's, you know, that's a horrible title. Rear admiral? Anyway, he said, the sea, unfortunately, is unforgiving. Which means you ain't going to find them. Think about how many people who died in the Titanic, who went down with the ship, were crushed by the depths of going down in that ship. It's amazing that, you know, they've seen furniture, they've seen plates and bowls in the Titanic. Never did they find bodies because there was nothing to find. The pressure of the water will cause you to cease to exist, period. Any trace of you is gone. Think about that. That's crazy. So, there's a big international investigation going on right now. And the whole purpose of the investigation to see what went wrong and then to also to put it out there you don't need to be building your own subs James Cameron has went down there to the Titanic in a submersible but his submersible was built to withstand you know 400 times more of the pressure so he was safe Because his vessel could, you know, hold off the pressure. But the dude that built this, he said he got some of his stuff from Walmart. 
and everybody's keying on the PlayStation controller. I got an Xbox controller, whatever. This controls the sub, and everybody's like, what? You got to be kidding me. They did this big thing on inside, um, what you call it, with the um, inside edition. With the guy before he did. And he said, yes, I know I cut corners. I've always come uh, cut corners, but I've always came out on top. Well, now you're not. You're not on top. You under now. Cutting corners cost those five people their lives. And why are we going down in the deeps and the bowels of the oceans anyway? What are you looking for? What are you looking for? Send the robots. Send the vehicles that can be crushed by the pressure. Keep doing that. Explore like that. Unless you're going to make a big, huge, you know, ship that can withstand depths like that. We ain't did it yet. We've had submarines implode down there. Do you not know that your history? Mankind ain't got no business at the deepest, darkest depths of the ocean. Oh, where angels fear to go, men will trod. Incredible. Hmm. All right. When we come back, part three of this sick show. Shaquille O'Neal, one of my favorite basketball players of all time, and I wish I knew Shaquille O'Neal personally. He got real candid about a recent interview about, you know, women that he let slip away in his life. So we're going to talk a little bit about that because I kind of feel where he's coming from. Right here on this absolutely sick show, baby. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. <laughs> 